You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And today, this this episode is actually one I've been wanting to do for a while. This episode is directed to all of these single men who are looking for a woman to have a cuckold relationship with. Meaning this is not for the married guys. You know, this is not for the bulls. This is specifically for those men that know this is the life that they want this is the type of relationship that they want to be in but maybe they're having trouble finding that woman so going to talk about that and actually have a very special guest this actually uh venus from the last episode that i did the woman who i interviewed and i had actually done this episode prior to meeting her and i actually had my first conversation with her right after I recorded it. And immediately after talking to her, I told myself, I need to do this episode over with her involved because she's actually on the other side. She's dealing with all of these guys. And so she knows exactly what I'm talking about, as well as, you know, having some other things that she would like to contribute as well to help you guys kind of get out of your own way. So go ahead and say hi to everybody, Venus. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for having me. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Like I said, this episode is aimed at helping those guys who are trying to find a woman to, to, to share this lifestyle with, trying to find a woman to, to cuck them. And one of the things that, that Venus and I have talked about that makes this so interesting is there's a big discrepancy as far as how beautiful we understand this lifestyle to be you know, like the people who are in it will tell you that, you know, it's a beautiful lifestyle. Couples love it. You know, the women love the power that it gives them and how it makes them feel. But yet the women who are not into it have such a distorted view of what it is that it's no wonder why guys have such a hard time. Because basically, all these women have to go on is really, really bad cuckold porn. And the fact that for a lot of the cucks, you guys are your own worst enemy, you know? So we're going to, we're going to go into depth about a number of things. Venus is going to give uh, her perspective on what a woman sees and what a woman feels when guys approach her in different kinds of ways. And uh, hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll learn something. Now, the one thing that I want to say up front, I know that there are a lot of you who say that you want to be in this lifestyle, but you're really not truly willing to put in the work to change your behavior. So with that understanding, this is probably only going to really hit home with a small percentage of you, because most of you talk a good game, but when the rubber meets the road, you're not really trying to make it happen. I mean, let's be real. You're not. You say you are, but you're not. You'd rather be online and get off and look at porn and do whatever and fantasize about it. But you're not really trying to take any real steps towards making it happen. Uh, Those of you who are offended by that, you probably fit that category. Because the ones who are serious, they're sitting there with their pen and paper ready to take notes instead of being offended. So with that being said, Venus, let's get into it. I love how you just said that. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That's really great. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that if you're serious about this, that you are going to be sitting there making notes and paying attention and um, being really open-minded to what we have to say about this. Because all we're trying to do is help you. (laughs) Exactly. These are just tips. These are just, it's, it's us trying to help you and ultimately to find who it is that you're looking for. And that's not easy. So uh, there's two ways of, of 
I think there's two ways of dating within this lifestyle. And that's the first one is, is really difficult. They're both really difficult. The first one is trying to date somebody normally, like in a vanilla kind of a relationship and hope that they'll be open-minded to cuckolding. And that can be really difficult. Yeah, that's, that's really and Michael, hard. I know you have some <laughs> really, you have some really good tips on that. So um, let's hear, let's hear it. Well, the other way is to, first of all, you need to get off of fetish sites. As far as if you're really seriously looking for a partner, you know, any kind of interracial site, uh, fet life, you know, even a swinger site, like you want to avoid those sites. And the reason why is, yes, there are women there who have an interest in cuckolding and whatnot, but you have to understand that they are being approached by so many guys. And so it's going to be hard for your voice to stand out. And what you need to understand is the ideal type of woman that you want to be looking for is basically a woman who has a slutty past, whether she was a slut in high school, whether she was a slut in college, just a promiscuous type of woman, a woman who enjoys sex, enjoys casual sex. And the reason why that's a good person for you to go for is because society doesn't make it easy for those women. Like when those women are younger, they're having their fun and then they get older and they start to think about, you know, marriage and a relationship and a family, and society says that men don't want to marry those types of women. So what they do is they bury that part of their past. You know, they, they dig a hole, they throw it in there, and they, then they try to present themselves as the type of woman that a man would want to marry. You know, not very experienced, not many partners, you know, damn near a virgin. But those of us in this lifestyle know that those are the types of women that you want. You know, like not just for that, but you want to let them know that you embrace that part of them. You celebrate that part of them, that that what they've been sold is a bill of goods. Like it's not it's not true. You know, there are plenty of slut wives in this lifestyle and their husbands love them dearly. You know, mm -hmm. I have a, you know, I have sluts in my life and I, I, I love them to death, you know. So but those women who are on the outside looking in, they don't know that men like you exist. They don't know that there are men out there who, you know, who embrace that part of them and who celebrate that part of them and who cherish that part of them, who don't want them to change, who don't want them to bury it. So with that being said, you have these, you know, these common dating sites like Har like eHarmony and Match.com where you have women who are already in the frame of mind of looking for a relationship. So, and you can't tell me that all of those women are pure. Like I'm sure that there are some slutty women on those sites, but they're not going to present, they're not going to present themselves as such. So what you need to learn how to do is to word your profile in such a way where you're almost using code words to let these women know that you're looking for that type of women, whether you want to say experience or I'm looking for a woman that had fun in college, you know, or if you, you know, the bad girl, you know, like, hey, I don't want a good girl. And, you know, Venus actually has, you know, a little tip for something that she actually went through that kind of speaks to that about the, um, the monogamy uh, thing that she would say before. So why don't you go ahead and talk about that, Venus? Yeah, actually, if if uh, if you if guys keep an eye out for women who have little cold words in their profiles, such as um, that they're not into monogamy or that they've been into swinging relationships before, or um, that they, you know, don't like having just one partner for whatever reason, um, if you can find something, some little word in there that 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 speaks to that, then that's probably somebody who would be open-minded to this kind of relationship. And that's exactly what happened for me when I was on Tinder and in my profile, I said, I'm not a fan of monogamy. And the guy who was my first cuck boyfriend saw that and immediately 
thought oh, she's probably someone who would be open to this kind of thing that I want. And it's true. As soon as he started to explain to me that he really valued and appreciated slutty behavior, even just the word slut, he said it was, it was such a good thing, right. a really good thing. And couldn't, he really loved it and adored it. And I just couldn't believe it. And I thought, wow, that's really fantastic. So if you can find someone, find a woman who has those little words in her, in her profile, it's definitely a good avenue to go, to go down. Your, your chances are better. Now, I want you to speak on one thing since I, I brought this up and I want you to kind of talk at it from, from your perspective. When I was talking about how society makes it difficult for slutty women as far as what their views are and what they think that men want. So can you kind of talk about that as far as, because I know anytime I meet a woman who's embraced her slutty side, I have a tremendous amount of respect for them because I know it wasn't easy for her to get to that point. Like there's a lot of mental bullshit that you have to go through before you can accept yourself like that and get to the point where you're not worried about what society says. So can you kind of speak on that as far as a little bit about your journey and how long it took you to get to the point where you, where you embrace that part of yourself? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, in high school, I was very promiscuous. I slept with a lot of guys in high school. And of course, during that time, I developed a reputation of a slut. And to me, that was stressful because, you know, in high school, you you care about what other people think of you. So I really felt the slut shaming in high school a lot. And um, it wasn't until my late 20s that I started to really see it as a good thing and and in more of a kind of like an exploratory kind of way. I mean, I felt like I, I had this really powerful sexual side of me and I felt like I wasn't exploring it enough. So I took it upon myself to really give myself permission that, that, that it was okay to do that. And luckily that's right around the same time that I found the swinging community. It was very open-minded uh, and very accepting and non-judgmental. So I didn't at all feel any kind of slut shaming. I actually felt safe in that community to be able to explore that side of me. And I don't know if I would be in the same place I am today if it wasn't for that opportunity. I honestly hope that all other women have the opportunity in this safe place and, and non-judgmental atmosphere to be able to explore that side of them. Now, would you? One of the things that I've often said, and it, it's good that you brought up that word, slut shaming, because it does go on, and it's like I guess being that we're so immersed in the community, we're not exposed to it as much. Like we're kind of uh, protected from it because there are so many sluts in this lifestyle, and they're all very supportive of one another. But there's a much bigger vanilla world at play, and that's the point that I'm trying to make to these guys for you know these these wannabe cucks to understand is a lot of these women have endured slut shaming you know and they're not all as strong as venus has been like a lot of them have succumbed to it and are trying to change and are ashamed of it because society puts so much pressure on them and you know drills this notion into their head that that type of behavior is not desirable you know, so by learning how to pick up on those cues and even if she's not giving off those cues, because everybody is not going to be as transparent as Venus is, mm -hmm. you know, so for some of these women, you know, you're going to have to, like I said, put those little kind of catchphrases in your own profile. And even, you know, when you establish contact and you start talking to them, it's not that you want to be focused on sex. But you kind of want to find out about that as quickly as possible, honestly, because if a woman doesn't really have a slutty past, like if she's only had maybe like two partners or something and she's not even on that wavelength, then honestly, you want to move on to the next one, because that's going to be a harder conversion to make because this lifestyle and her mind, what is she benefiting from? Like there, there, she has nothing to compare it to where, whereas if a woman has kind of that slutty past, and you're like, I want you to continue that, then she remembers how much fun she had. And now she's starting to see that, wow, I can have a husband, I can have a family, and I can continue being a slut, and you're not gonna leave me for it. You're not gonna think less of me for it. So 
it's really going to appeal, you know, to her in that regard. So really take the heart with Venus is telling you like that. That slut shaming is very, very, very real. And there are a lot of women walking around who were the biggest sluts in their high school or the biggest sluts on their college campus. And because of all the slut shaming, they're just trying to distance themselves as much from it as they can because they don't want to be alone. I mean, yeah, it's fun having all of the sex, but, you know, they're sleeping in their bed alone every night and they're seeing their friends getting married and having families. And in their mind, they're never going to be able to achieve that if they continue with this slutty behavior. And we all know that that's false. So it's just about getting them to understand that, no, you can have your cake and eat it too. And that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> now, yeah. But yeah, for some women, it's going to take a little bit more coaxing than others because, uh, yeah, it's slut, slut shaming can be really, uh, really traumatic for women to go through. Now, the other thing that I wanted to talk about as far as what the perception of this lifestyle is for women who are not very knowledgeable about it or don't really know much about it. Like if they were just to Google it and look and look at the porn that pops up, first of all, that's going to give them a very negative impression of it because one of the things that makes cuckold porn so bad is it never seems like the woman actually cares about the guy. So for a woman who doesn't know about it, if that's her first exposure to it, you know, she's looking at that like, why the hell would I want to be with a guy like that? Why would I want to be with a guy who I don't care about and don't respect? And like, there's, there's nothing appealing about cuckold porn to a woman who's seeing it for the first time. Even if she's really into black guys, which a lot of the cuckold porn is, like she can see the attraction to the black guys. Like she understands that part. She's like, okay, yeah, that part is great. What she doesn't see is what purpose is the cuck serving? Like, why is he there? Like, what do I need him there for? And another reason why there's, you know, such a disconnect in what these women perceive versus what it really is, is to be honest, a lot of you guys are your own worst enemy. I mean, I've been online for years and I see how you approach women. I see how you comment on their pictures and you're, you're, you're in cuckold mode as your introduction. And I feel like that's never going to win you any points. Like you should be letting these women get to know the real you first. And, you know, they can know that you have an interest in that, but that shouldn't be all that they see. And I want Venus to speak on that because I know she's been contacted by hundreds of people, hundreds of guys over the years. And I know that a lot of them have come at her that way. So I want her to kind of speak on how that makes you think of a guy when he's just in full blown cuckold from the word go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the other, the other, I guess, avenue of trying to find someone in this lifestyle is trying to find someone who's already into it. And where do we go for that? We go online because it's not like you're going to bump into somebody at the grocery store and know that they're into this very unlikely um but yeah the the behavior is is pretty appalling a lot of the time and i'm not sure that guys are really aware of how detrimental that is and um so yeah there's there's quite a few things that that are are, are obnoxious but um definitely what happens i find in most cases is guys just completely lose sight of the fact that this is an actual relationship and they can't help but just get so worked up over um pictures or or talking about it or whatever the idea of just fantasizing about it that they just completely lose track of the woman as a person and all of a sudden she's just jerk off material and you can see that and you can hear that by their uh, comments on pictures and stuff like that. But like, that's all they're thinking at that moment and that's it. And I do understand where that's coming from, but it's also just a bit of a turnoff from my perspective, I'll say. Because, and, that's, and that's putting it mildly I mean, not, by saying I'm a bit. There. 
<laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not out there to be just a bunch of jerk off material for a bunch of guys. I mean, I'm actually looking for a genuine, committed, loving relationship. And so it's so frustrating to come up against that over and over and over again. Um, because I feel like I'm not being taken seriously when that happens. So, so take notes, guys. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 I, I, and I know it's difficult, especially if she's posting provocative pictures and, you know, she's posting pictures of herself in sexual situations. Like, I know that it's tempting to, oh, I would love for you to sit on my face or I would love to clean that up or those kind of things. But just understand that the moment you take that approach, she's never going to take you seriously. Exactly. So if this is somebody that you really want to get to know, you know, just pretend that you're not even on a fetish side. And this is going under the assumption that you meet them on a fetish side, because obviously if you meet somebody on eHarmony or Match.com or something like that, I would hope that you're not going to take that approach. But even if you're <laughs> thinking about it, don't do it. In other words, mm -hmm. get them to know the, let them know the real you. Like I'm sure you have other hobbies and other interests besides cuckolding, you know, whether it's sports or music or art or literature or whatever, like make her, let her know that you're interested in getting to know the real her and that you want her to get to know the real you and just let cuckolding be something that you're interested in. Like it's, it's just a small facet of you as opposed to making her feel like it's something that dominates your life. Now, once you present it to her and you see she's open to the idea, you know, then you can slowly let that passion for the lifestyle kind of come through, but make sure she's comfortable with it first. Like, don't just blow her away with all these different things that you want to experience. And she's coming at it from a totally inexperienced place. Because you're just going to, all you're going to do is scare her away. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's, exactly. that's, that's, that's all you're going to do is, is, is scare her away. And I will say that, um, for, if you're, if you're contacting someone on a fetish site or, um, like, uh, some other anonymous site where you don't necessarily have a picture on your profile, please keep in mind that she's going to want to know what you look like. I mean, you, she doesn't want to waste a lot of time to um, chit chat back and forth, lots of messaging back and forth, only to figure out that she's not attracted to the guy. I mean, that's really frustrating. So just like, um, just like Michael mentioned in the beginning about talking to the woman or asking her right away, right in the beginning about if she's into which, you know, she be open minded to certain um, dynamics in the relationship, it's also really important to right away, um, if you're messaging anonymously, to show the person what you look like. And I know that's really difficult because people want discretion and they they want to maintain their privacy and stuff like that. But I mean, just like in dating on eHarmony, I mean, you're not going to be clicking on a profile that has no photo, no picture, no description of what they look like and start you know, developing a relationship with somebody. It's just, it, that's not how it works. And one other thing that I want to, that I want to get to before we get too deep into this, and this is the cold, hard truth. If you're the type of person that, like, if you're not presenting a package that is appealing to a woman, even in a vanilla dating sense, meaning, you know, if, you're not working, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not self-sufficient, like if you're not even appealing to a vanilla woman, what makes you think that you're going to be appealing to a woman who's looking for a cut? Like you got, you have to be realistic. Like just because a woman is looking for a cut doesn't mean that her standards are dropping. You know, she still wants to be with the man that she's attracted to. She still wants to be with a man who is at least able to take care of himself. So, mm -hmm. You know, for you guys who you might not fit that description, you know, you have two choices. You know, you can either sit there and continue fantasizing about it or, you know, you can get up off your ass and do something, whether it's getting a better job, whether it's getting yourself in shape, whether it's taking more pride in your appearance. Because if you're not appealing, you know, like if you have trouble dating, period, you know, not because you can't meet women that 
are into what you're into, but I'm talking about if you just have trouble dating, like period, then chances are you're going to have trouble dating in the cuckold sense. Like if regular women aren't finding you appealing, what makes you think a woman who is looking for a cuck or who's open to cuckolding is going to find you appealing? So if that's the case, then, you know, you you need to address that. Like you, you need to take care of that. And I'm not one of these people who believes that, you know, I, I'm in my late 40s. So I, I grew up with the whole, you know, you had the nerd camp and you had the jock camp. But we didn't have cosplay and all that kind of stuff when I was growing up or even in my early 20s. So even if you are, you know, a, a sci-fi geek or whatever you want to call it, there are plenty of women who are into that. So that's not the reason why. Like there are plenty of women who are into sports and there are plenty of women who are into like whatever hobbies you have, whatever interests you have beyond cuckolding, you know, there are women out there who are interested in it as well. So don't use that as an excuse, you know, to say, oh, well, I can't meet a woman because I'm a geek or I'm this or I'm that. Like that's that's bullshit, you know, but if it's your appearance or lack of upward mobility or lack of being able to kind of take care of yourself, you know, like focus on the things that even regular women find attractive. You know, it doesn't, I'm not saying that you have to have a, a six figure a year job, like no matter what you're doing, be proud of it, do it well, you know, and let her know that, you know, if, if this is not your end goal, that you have a plan, that you have goals. So, like I said, if you're not even appealing to women in a vanilla sense, you know, like, like, like cuckolding is not for the homely guys. Like this is not where the guys who can't get a date come to find dates. Like it, it doesn't work like that. Maybe some of you wish that it did. Maybe you think that just the fact that you're giving this woman an opportunity to be in an open relationship is enough, but I'm here to tell you it's not enough. And I'm sure that, you know, Venus will co-sign with me on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's so, an actual real relationship. And exactly. So, yeah, you need to be able to contribute to that just like a normal relationship. You know, and like I said in the beginning, I know that most of you who are listening to this aren't going to take it to heart. You're not going to take it seriously. You know, it's going to sound too hard or it's going to sound like too much work. And you know what? I guarantee you, those of you who think like that, if I were to check back on you in five years, you'd be in the same position that you're in now because you're not trying to get up and do anything about it. You know, you'll be the, you'll be the kind of guy who will complain about the fact that there aren't any women out there and you try approaching women on fetish sites and you say the same thing that everybody else says. And then you wonder why nobody is responding to you or why you're having trouble meeting women. And, and that's why, because you're not taking it seriously. And that's the cold, hard truth. If you're not going to take this seriously, 99.9% of you are never going to meet anybody. But if you're ready to start taking it seriously and you're ready to approach this like it's something that you really, really want, you know, then you'll make it happen. And I think one thing that guys need to understand, some of you do, but for whatever reason, a lot of you don't, is... Even for women who are interested in cuckolding, even for women like Venus who are looking for a cuck and who know that they want this type of relationship, it's not easy. You know, it's it's difficult for a different set of reasons, meaning for a guy, your problem is finding a woman who's into it. You know, for every one woman that's looking for a cuck, you know, there are a hundred guys out there saying that they want this type of relationship. Well, for a woman, it's the opposite problem. You know, they're into it and they want it. And yet they have all of these guys waving at them. So for them, it's about sifting through to find those guys who are sincere and who are serious and who are able to be normal without being so hyper focused on this that they don't even get to know, you know, the uh, the real person. And because of that, I've been around this for years. Every time I see a cuck meet a woman and she's into it, he's head over heels in love after the first few days. Because in his <laughs> mind, lightning just struck and he doesn't know if it's going to strike again. So he's going to hold on to this with everything he's got. 
and you start giving off that air of desperation, you know, and I've yet to meet a woman who is attracted to desperation. I don't maybe Venus. I mean, are you attracted to desperation? <laughs> Not usually, no. <laughs> you know, so. But it's, it's very true. <laughs> yeah. And one of the other things that I wanted to touch on, because I know a lot of you guys fall into this category, even if you won't readily admit it, but Venus actually has a very good writing in her blog about it. And that's, uh, you refer to it as, as cuckold fear, right? Yes, yes, yes. I would love to talk about this. Um, in the beginning, when I first started dating in this lifestyle, I... I couldn't understand why this same problem kept having happening over over and over again. And basically what it was is like when I was starting to get seriously interested in someone and things were going really great and then all of a sudden, poof, like he's gone, like he disappeared. Um, it, it, he got scared and he just like, he was gone. And it happened over and over and over again. And continually for like three years. <laughs> It's happened over and over again. So I realized that this is something that's um, problematic within dating in this lifestyle. And so the more I've learned about it, the more I've come to understand what it, the root of it is cuckold fear. Uh, fear of living this life as a reality is, you know, because it's so much different than actually fantasizing about it. And for some guys, fantasizing about it seems like you know it's exactly what they want in their life they want it more than anything ever and it's super important to them that they find it and then all of a sudden when they found it they have these kind of second thoughts like oh I don't really know if I can go through with this I don't know how I'm going to react to this I'm scared that people in my life are going to find out about this this is really terrifying, and then it just completely paralyzes them. And I'm not sure what the answer is to that, but I'm just saying that this is rampant within dating in this lifestyle. It's not just happened to me, but to other women as well. And it's very unfortunate. It's really frustrating because it seems like right when you get interested in someone, then all of a sudden they're gone and that can be really really hard because you're left kind of wondering what happened and then you got to start all over again well this is actually this is actually fresh in my mind because i encounter it but in a different way and you and i talked about this earlier i host mm -hmm. cuckold parties and i actually just had one this past saturday night and one of the things that i usually do at my parties is i'll allow one or two single cucks to come and be a part of it. You know, there are a bunch of cuckold couples there, so they get to meet couples and talk to them and actually gain information, gain insight, as well as seeing some really hot action. And when I invite these guys, I tell them that you're basically going to be there in a domestic capacity. You know, like there's no playing unless the women want to, but there's no guarantee of any playing. You know, you're going to help me as far as you know, picking up paper plates and cups and making sure there are no condoms on the floor and holding the lube and everything like that, just facilitating. And I normally have two guys who come to all my parties, but for whatever reason, neither one of them were able to make the last party that I had. So I had to put out, a, you know, I put the word out on, on uh, one of the sites I'm on, FetLife, hey, I'm looking for somebody to come and, you know, be a part of my party. You know, and I got messages from guys and, you know, one guy in particular, you know, he sounded good. You know, he really wanted to come. He wrote me, he really wanted to be a part of it. I talked to him on the phone. You know, I gave him all the information, told him what he was going to be doing. You know, I had, you know, 16 couples and 16 bulls coming. And this is what I was going to need his help in doing. And so he was all gung-ho about the idea. So, I told, you know, I gave him the address, told him. You know, let me know how long it's going to, you know, how long it's going to take you to get there. So I have an idea about when you're going to arrive. So I get a message from him saying, OK, you know, GPS says I can be there by eight o'clock. That's the last message that I got. from him. Guy never showed up, never showed up, never called, 
didn't email me the next day apologizing, nothing, just froze up. So here he had a golden opportunity to meet real people in the lifestyle, you know, meet couples and talk to wives and find out, hey, what what advice can you give me on how to find somebody in this lifestyle? Like it would have been a gold mine of information for him and a wonderful experience for him to actually meet people who are living the life that he's pursuing. But yet that fear, for whatever reason, popped up, paralyzed him, and basically made him act like a jackass. Because basically he's burned any bridge that he has with me. Like if he ever tries to write back and say, you know, I'm sorry, can I come to another party? Hell no. Because you didn't even have the common courtesy to call and let me know or to text me and let me know that you couldn't make it. You know, and I think that that's a perfect example of that cuckold fear, like it, like it almost becomes irrational. Like, what did he think was going mm. to happen? <laughs> you know, like what terrified him so much that he just got cold feet. So with that in mind, what I would say to the guys listening to this is if you're not ready to embrace this, if you're not ready to, you know, to, 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 to grab life by the horns and make something happen, don't waste anybody's time. Don't make them a part of your fantasy because I'm a firm believer in karma. And if you do that, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Nobody likes having their time wasted. Nobody. I've yet to meet a person that yeah. enjoys being played with and having their time wasted in that fashion. So for all of you guys who, if you're listening to her describe what cuckold fear is, if that's something that you can look in the mirror and say, yeah, I don't think that I'm really ready to embrace this yet, then don't even look for a woman. Like, like, like get that part taken care of first. You know, I know with, with, with cuckolding, and I know that Venus has experience with it as well, is it kind of goes in phases where, you know, a guy is turned on by it, but then he's in denial, you know, that's not me, but he can't, he can't fight the feeling. And then, you know, and then he starts to accept it, but he's still fighting it. And then finally he gets to the point where he embraces it and he, and he's ready to let it into his life completely. If you're not at that embracing phase yet, don't waste a woman's time. Like really, like, exactly. don't, like don't waste her time. Cause you're just fucking it up yeah. for everybody. You're just fucking it up for everybody. And, and not only that, but you know, you might let a golden opportunity pass you by because you were too scared to act on it, you know? And that's the thing about this lifestyle is there are so many guys who think that they want it, but they're not ready for it yet. They're not, they're really mm. not ready for it yet. It's a fantasy. Like she said earlier, it's jerk off material. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're not going to follow through. You'd rather sit down and look at porn and read stories and talk to people online because it's it's not personal. But when it comes to actually meeting somebody or actually being a part of this lifestyle, like in person and not online, a lot of you guys just freeze up. You get stage fright or whatever, and you just cop out, and then, you know, you leave women like Venus just high and dry, and that sucks. Like, that's not that's not cool at all. Yeah, I would really like for that to stop happening. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really great, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it stinks. I mean, I was pissed, because then I had to <laughs> run around picking up condoms all night. You know, that wasn't supposed to be my job. You know, and like I said, the cucks that I normally have come, they have a fantastic time, you know, and this guy, this guy just blew it. Like I, I, I gave him a golden opportunity to be a part of this lifestyle that he said he wanted so badly. Keep in mind, he wrote me. I didn't write him. Like he wrote me asking if he can come, you know, so I gave him the opportunity and he just pissed it away. And it's not an isolated, it's not an isolated incident. You know, I had guys reach out to me, oh, I want to come. And I even said in my initial posting, I'm going to want to talk to you on the phone. Guys wrote me. I sent them my phone number. Nothing. Nothing. 
You know, it's almost like just going through the motions about it is exciting for them. But when it comes time to actually do something, they just clam up. Mm-hmm. So basically, dude, stop yeah, being so dicks. Some... Stop being dicks. <laughs> yeah. Rule number one, don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, rule number two, don't send dick pics. <laughs> Black guys, I'm you. I, you're more than welcome to send all the dick pics you want to me, but cucks, please do not send dick pics. Yeah, that's me. not a good. That's not a good icebreaker. I can't even believe. <laughs> I can't even believe that I have to say that, but it happens more times than I would ever want to admit. It's awful, really. Please don't. Just don't do that. I don't even know why you do that. Just don't. And, yeah, I wait. I, I don't ask for it. Don't do it. Yeah, wait till it's requested. That just, just, just go by that mm-hmm. golden rule. Like no matter how ashamed of it you are, no matter how much you get off on, you know, having her laugh at it and mock you because of it. Like I said, if you're that percentage of guys listening to this, that small percentage of guys who is really serious about pursuing this type of relationship, take our word for it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not a good thing. Yeah. In other words, it's not going. It's, it's not going to help. All it can do is hurt you. That's all it can do is hurt you. Yeah. Like she's not interested in you because of your dick. No matter how small it may be, like that's not going to put you over the top. Like she's not out there looking for the guy with the small. Like there are other things that she values more than that. You know. Yeah. So if you really want to get to know her. Dial, dial down, turn the volume down on the cuckold stuff, like for real, like turn the volume way down on it until you get to know her first. Well, and I think that's the key is getting to know the woman first. And um, but sometimes that can be a little bit difficult. So one of the things that I really appreciate from cucks who contact me is that they have to be a little bit bold about it. They have to be a little bit assertive about their messages because if it's boring, if it's a one-liner, if it's just, hey, how are you today? I mean, that's just not going to work for me. It's not going to interest me at all. So you have to be interested and you have to make an effort to actually get to know her in a capacity outside of cuckolding, just like you just said. Um, just like a normal relationship. So ask things that you'd want to know about anyone else. And um, please, please, please be careful about spelling and grammar. Maybe other women aren't as picky about it, but I definitely am. I mean, I want to read what you have to say and not be distracted by words that are spelled wrong or sentences that don't make sense. Spell check. Spell check is your friend. <laughs> yeah, have a look through it before yeah. you press send. <laughs> yeah, proof, proofread yeah. and spell check. They, 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 they are your friends. And I know what we're yeah. saying may sound like a lot of work. And like I've alluded to several times during this episode, if it sounds like a lot of work, then you're not. You don't really want this. You really, you really don't. Like yeah. you might as well move on to another part of your life and just try to go the vanilla route because you're you're not willing to to put forth the effort you know to 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 really get into this i mean even me as a bull you know when i first started out i had to put forth effort you know i had to learn and talk to people and 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 better myself and find out how to present myself in a way that these women are going to find appealing you know how how can i show that i'm different from the average bulls that they come across. You know, what can I bring to the table besides just my black cop? You know, like, is there something else to me? You know, do these women want to know that there's more to me than just that? So anybody in this lifestyle in in any way, we all learn how to make ourselves, you know, more appealing to the people that we're trying to attract and it's no different for the cucks you know like you have to make yourself appealing and whining and talking about how much you want to eat their cream pie and how deficient you are sexually 
that's just jerk off material. Like they don't they don't want to hear that. That's not what they want to hear. That's that's not going to catch their eye. That's not the approach mm-hmm. that you want to take. Not if you're serious about finding somebody. Exactly. Now, can you think of anything else that we can say to these guys, or did we pretty much touch on everything that we wanted to yeah, touch on? Yeah, I mean, we we touched on a lot of things, and I think that basically, I just want to emphasize that um, you really do have to get to know the person um, genuinely and honestly, and just just be yourself and be honest about your situation. If you're married, say it. Don't lie about it, because eventually she's going to find out. And I've had this happen to me so many times where I'm getting to know somebody and then after quite a while, figure out that actually this person's married. So just be honest about that in the beginning. <laughs> it's, it's really not worth wasting time. And if you, or let's say you have a girlfriend already, um, just, just, just tell the truth. It's way better than wasting somebody's time. Absolutely. And just be yourself. Be genuine. Just be yourself. I mean, ultimately, what it comes down to is creating a connection and some chemistry with someone else. And that, in this day and age, it starts with um, typing back and forth or talking on the phone. And that can be a little bit challenging with those venues. So just make sure that whatever it is that you're saying comes through as genuine. I think that goes a long way. Absolutely. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, it, I know for a lot of you, not a lot of you, but for those of you who are serious, this stuff may sound like common sense, but you'd be surprised how many people are not applying common sense when they're looking for women in this lifestyle. You know, like I'm sure Venus could tell you story after story after story of just messages messages that she's gotten And her reaction is like, did this person really expect me to respond to that? Like, do you guys have any (laughs) idea just how much mail a woman is getting, especially on a fetish site? Like even on a site like eHarmony, if she's remotely attractive, she's getting a lot of messages from guys. So you always have to make yourself stand out. You know, if a woman takes the time to fill out a profile, read it read it the worst thing you could do is ask a question that she's already answered in her profile because in her mind she's like okay this person didn't even read my profile yeah you know ask a question that says that you read it like hey you said in your profile that you did this or that you're into that and then go from there like just let her know that look i read what you took the time out to write like, don't just send her a message because she had nice legs or nice titties or something. Like, read it. Read her profile. Show her that you see her as a person and not just a walking pair of tits. Because that's not going to get you anywhere at all. So, unless you have something else to say, Venus, I mean, I've pretty much exhausted myself on the topic. Um, we'll know by the response we get to this. If guys are really taking it to heart, and if they are, then maybe we'll do another episode where we'll kind of go more in depth about it. But I'm just kind of curious to see, you know, how many guys this is actually going to resonate with versus how many guys are going to say that this sounds like too much work or this sounds too difficult. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely not easy. It's like you said, not easy for men, and it's not easy for women in this lifestyle, in dating, in this lifestyle. Um, but hopefully, you've the listeners have learned a few things from this. Hopefully, and uh, have a few new tips and tricks to try. Um, I'm hoping that it helps some people. Anyway, I bet like I, I said, know long... it's difficult. Long story short, we're just trying to help you get out of your own way because a lot of you guys are you're you're really in your own way when it comes to finding somebody like I know it's difficult, but it doesn't have to be as hard as many of you make it. You know, and my advice would be. Stop relying so much on the fetish sites, stop relying so much on the sex sites like these women are out there. 
like I've said in other episodes, I have a slave. I met my slave on Facebook. You know, like like these people are on other sites. You just have to have your eyes open and learn how to identify the women who cuckolding would appeal to as opposed mm. to having the work done for you and just seeing a woman in a cuckold group on FetLife and sending her a message, understanding that there are 100 to 200 other guys just like you sending her a message. So hopefully you'll learn something from this episode. Hopefully it was helpful to some of you. Hopefully some of you will take it to heart. You know, I'm not doing this for my own health. You know, I'm doing this to help you guys out because I see how much you struggle and I know that it doesn't have to be as hard as many of you make it out to be. So hopefully some of you will take our advice to heart. Hopefully some of you will appreciate the insight into the female mind that that Venus has given you. And you're grateful for it and you're appreciative of it. And if we if we get that feeling, then we'll we'll approach the topic again and, and go more in depth. Maybe some of you have very specific questions that you would like to ask me or ask her dealing with this particular topic so that if we choose to revisit it, we can answer those questions. So don't be shy about asking questions. Like I said, we're both here because we want to help. Like we've mm-hmm. like we, we we're, we're both very passionate about this lifestyle. We enjoy it. We want to see more people getting involved with it. And we know that in order for that to happen, you guys have got to get your shit together. So Venus, do you have anything in closing that you'd like to say to these guys listening? No, I think that covered a lot. (laughs) Thank you, though. (laughs) All right. Well, I want to thank you all. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And again, I want to thank all of my listeners and all the people who have responded well to the show. I'm enjoying doing it. And I hope that all of you are enjoying listening to the episodes that we do. And I look forward to bringing you more quality content in the, f- in the future. So again, thank you. Venus, you want to say goodbye? Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. <laughs> all right. Well, you all have a blessed day and thank you for listening. 